Welcome to issue 175 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at the most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape the humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Sanio, and joining me tonight is Daniel. Good evening, welcome to the lair, sir. And Steve. How you doing? How's it going? <laughs> doing good. So, Daniel, you hear that new voice tonight? Uh, it, it is a, a delightful baritone, yes. Yeah, uh, it, and no mic. So what we've done is we've, we've locked the mic up again, and we've invited Ryan on uh, from... Well, the Senio podcast. I hope I'm saying that right. So, welcome, oh, Ryan. How you doing? I'm doing good. You, you traded in a Canadian for a Minnesotan. It's uh, absolutely fine. Um, They're roughly the same thing. Yeah, I mean, so, when we stop at a stoplight, we get like Ludafisk instead of free healthcare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which is sad because after Ludafisk, you need healthcare. That's so. true. <laughs> yes. All <laughs> uh, right. You are a podcaster yourself, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. And um, you're, I don't know if you've recently discovered Marvel Champions, but why don't you tell us like how the community might know you, you know, your show, what is it you do? What is it you, you'd say you do here? Uh, well, I discovered Marvel Champions back in October, and my friend uh, gifted me a bill of goods by giving me the corset in January, and I have... Especially once I got to play the physical game, I, I fell in love with it ever since. And I was even at Con of Heroes, which is a very fast uh, gestation period for this game. Yeah. Uh, from, from zero to the, the convention in six months. But uh, I, one, I do host a podcast, uh, The Sanyo Cast, uh, where I, it, it is actually mainly comic book leaning whenever I get around to talking about comic books. But then I also uh, write for a website, Hipsters of the Coast, about Magic the Gathering. And I've been doing that for five years. So uh, other than the one article I've written about Marvel Champions up to this point, just as my like April Fool's Day special, uh, it's mainly been the Commander format, which is my bread and butter over there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so I'll link the show in the show notes to your podcast so mm-hmm. people can go check it out. Um, Recently, you do have an episode out all about, you know, Marvel Champions, sort of like mm-hmm. a, a primer, I would think, yeah. for a it lot of like folks. A, it was like a companion piece to the article I wrote in uh, in April as well, um, just because I was like, oh, you know, if, it, if somebody, you know, is more inclined to listen to it, this would be a great opportunity to do a companion piece to an article, uh, especially allowing me to kind of elaborate on some of the things that it's kind of tough to fit into a, you know, 1500 to 12 or 1200 to 1500 word uh, article. Yeah. Okay. It's a complicated um, game. Yeah, yes, it is. Um, and I mean, you've been, you know, you have, as of this recording of 338 episodes of your show. So folks can go over there and uh, find something they like about Marvel and everything else. So um, it, it, it's nice. You have some good guests on and, and things like that. So I suggest yeah. people take a look or take a listen, I guess. Um, yeah. The last six months have been really good. We, uh, I very comic book heavy in the last six months. So yeah, I, I absolutely will take the one or two extra listeners from your show and that'll be great. 
so you, obviously you like the comic books. You're, mm-hmm. you're going to talk about them. So we usually like to know who's your favorite villain, right? Oh, my, my favorite villain. Uh, I'm looking forward to the day he comes to the game. We've already got his daughter, Madame Mask, but I love Count Nefaria. I, I don't even know who that is. Count Nefaria? Yeah, Count Nefaria is, uh, he is a part of the Magia. And so he, he rolls with people like Tombstone, and his daughter is Madame Mask, who was in the Hood Pack. And uh, he's actually uh, one of the first uh, supervillains that the X-Men fought after they came back from Giant Sized. And I'm, I know he's going to get in there one day. He's, he's an energy vampire. He's gonna, it's going to happen. Um, but in terms of the actual game, I would say, um, I think Claw is a really awesome villain in this game. Okay, yeah. Cool. Well, I feel he doesn't get enough love. So thanks for saying that. Yeah. I, I thought Dr. Nefario was from Minions and Despicable <laughs> Me, but I'll have to go look up this Count Nefario. So. Lachino Nefario. Okay. All right. Well, um, Daniel, you have any questions for him? Well, I have a que- I sort of have a question. Like, <laughs> when we have a guest on, Steve, they usually come with some knowledge that we don't possess. True. True. And this episode, this issue is called a secret dossier. Doesn't that mean where we take a look at like heroes? Yeah, yeah. Well, because we got to know our enemies' weaknesses yeah. and strengths so we can d- fight against them. That's true. So Ryan is going to tell us all about Miles Morales. I think Ryan, if you're ready, do you want to get started? I am, but you know what? I've listened to your guys' show so much, so I, I want to be the one that asked this this week. Daniel, oh. what is on your mind? Ryan, thank you. I actually do have something on my mind, but more of a someone. I feel like there have been some ones more than some things a lot of late. Uh, I have a Patreon. Thank you, Steve. Ooh, all right. We have Justin B. to thank this week. Um, Justin, thank you so much for supporting the show. We're glad you're listening. Feel free to send us some emails, ask some questions. But yeah, thank you so much. Clearly, Justin B., you need a job. Steve, do we have a job opening? We do have a job opening for Justin okay. B. So this is a little complicated of a job opening, but I think you'll understand. So we're promoting him from just regular minion. Okay. So now he's that one minion that falls down in the middle of a dangerous getaway scene and screams, no, go save yourselves. But then okay. we turn around and we grab him and we shout, no man left behind. While we leave like a whole bunch of other guys behind. And, and But we save him and we run off with him. So we'll never you leave him behind. Justin B to never get left behind guy. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Oh, well, actually, that, that might be one of the best jobs we've given. Yeah. I mean, he has to he has to run with us wherever we go. He has to fall down a lot and, you know, yeah. call out to us. But, um, yeah. Well, that's exciting. Congratulations, Justin B. Thank, Thank you for your patron support. For sure. <laughs> All right. Now, I think we can get back to Ryan and his box of knowledge that he brought with us. Oh, yeah. So, Miles Morales, who is he? What's his story? Um, so, I guess real quick, I'll, I'll set a little bit of like the groundwork, because Miles Morales is not actually from the standard Marvel 616. He's from uh, the Ultimate Universe, which has been titled 1610. And I guess it's I could go on and on about this and I and I won't, but he, he first appears in Ultimate Fallout number four, which happens to be one of the very few comics that's ever made me cry. But uh it is it, it was a mini series about the death of the ultimate uh the ultimate universe's Peter Parker. 
and he he makes his first appearance there and and he's just some kid in a uh halloween uh spider-man costume and then we do this flashback and we discover that actually the place where uh Miles' story really starts is with Norman Osborn because the the long and short in the Ultimate Universe is everybody has been trying to recreate the Super Soldier Serum, including Norman Osborn. Um, and actually, fun fact: Nick Fury is actually the first Super Soldier in the Ultimate Universe, but that's besides the point. Hmm. Um, Norman Osborn originally made Peter Parker into Spider Man because he was trying to make a Super Soldier Serum, tested it on. Uh, a spider and it bit Peter and then about two years later in the continuity he had another spider because now he knew oh Peter Parker is Spider-Man so I just need to do the test again and uh, unfortunately the spider that he was testing on uh, got abducted or, or kind of st- stowed away with um with hmm. the Prowler one night when he went in to you know do some stealing from Osborne's company and that's the point when we get introduced to Miles. He is just a kid who happens to uh, win the lottery to get into a, um, not a magnet school, but a charter school. So uh, they set him up right away. His family really can't afford to get him a good education, but they get him into this charter school. And when he's so happy to get in, he goes to see his uncle uh, Aaron, and there, uh, kind of unbeknownst to him, he gets bit by the spider and, you know, has that typical zoning out uh, uh, until all of a sudden he wakes up and he's got powers and he doesn't know what to do with himself. Uh, and tying into the actual cards, uh, what, the first ability that manifests is his camouflage ability. And I actually think that it takes a while. He doesn't figure out that he's actually like a Spider-Man. He just thinks, oh, I can turn invisible. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I can also static shock people really hard <laughs> and it's not until he is uh i think he's just like watching some some news footage of spider-man that he suddenly thinks wait a second a spider bit me spider-man and then he crawls up on the wall and he's up on the ceiling and he's like oh no and that's that's <laughs> oh, the no, origin of, of miles he he kind of follows in the same footsteps as peter except for it's a different spider so he has different powers okay and from there, we then find out that uh, he was he was there. Once he figured out that he was basically a Spider-Man, he gets a certain amount of uh, fixation on Peter and happens to be there the night that Peter dies uh, during a fight with Norman Osborn, Green Goblin. And it's really weird because he doesn't learn anything from that experience. He doesn't <laughs> learn with great power comes great responsibility. He just sort of like wants to do the right thing. Uh, because I guess in a, in a similar way to how, um, like in the normal 616, everyone kind of looks up to Captain America. And I would say that in like the MCU, everyone kind of looks up to Iron Man. And in many ways in the Ultimate Universe, when Peter died, it was kind of like Iron Man died in Endgame. So everybody looked up to him. Everybody was so in awe of him. And suddenly Miles felt this kind of responsibility of like, well, if he's going to be, if he's gone... Somebody needs to be doing super heroics, but his with great power comes great responsibility moment doesn't come until about 12 issues later when he accidentally kills his uncle because his uncle is kind of out to kill him and yeah. his, his venom blasts uh, kind of mess with, with uh, Aaron, who's also known as the Prowler's tech 
And right. when Aaron goes to make the 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 killing blow, his tech blows up, and uh, instead of with great power comes great responsibility. Aaron's dying words are, "You're just like me," in like that kind of "you'll do anything to survive" kind of way. And that's kind of what shakes Miles out. He goes, "I don't want like I don't want to be like my uncle in this way where I'm gonna just take everyone down with me." And it's a Nice twist on the with great power comes great responsibility, um, in my mind. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is kind of the important things. Oh, so yeah. so right off the bat, he just kills his uncle. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, it, and I would even say that the the Spider-Man film that came out, uh, the the animated one, the, the sequel, you know, also just came out. Um, is actually you know, it, it in, when you're trying to break it down and make it you know into a hour and a half long film that's a pretty good origin it's not doesn't match one to one but is is pretty good if you know nothing else about miles that's actually a pretty good place to also go but then uh a a couple weeks later in the continuity ultimate venom attacks and miles mom dies uh in a hospital accident because she's a nurse and she dies in the in the kind of attack that that venom has and her dying words are look at what you can do but don't you can't tell your dad. And then in what is kind of a for as long as comics have been going on, kind of a weird thing. They do a there is a year-long time skip. Miles stops being Spider-Man for an entire year. He starts dating um the ultimate universe's version of Kate Bishop, uh Hawkeye. I don't think she actually ever becomes Hawkeye in the in the Ultimate Universe, but she she's there. And then some events happen, Galactus comes. And the the ultimate universe, uh, it, it is actually the six one six Galactus. He comes to that universe. Uh, I think Marvel was trying to like destroy the universe, and then the people of the of the sixteen ten kind of boot him off the universe. And then a, a couple years later, uh, the Secret Wars happens, and Miles is able to make it onto Battle World, where all the crazy stuff happens. I don't actually know if you guys would have never covered anything that would had to do with that necessarily uh well we did a little bit with battle world right daniel um and i think coming up we talk a little bit about do we talk about secret wars i can't think of where you would have but that doesn't oh no we 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 touch on a little bit with bombshell oh Uh, yes yeah bombshell yeah i feel like every bad guy ends (laughs) up in battle world or secret wars or something Mm -hmm. Yeah, the most important person in the Secret Wars battle world kind of thing. I mean, other than Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom is like the god emperor of of that world. But he's okay. got he's got Molecule Man, who I would fully expect we will see if we ever see the Fantastic Four because he's a Fantastic Four villain. Um, but he is kind of like there's only one Molecule Man. He just exists in all universes, and Doctor Doom is using him to like power whatever scheme he's doing on Battle World. And Miles happens to run into Molecule Man and offer him a sandwich that was in his suit. And so (laughs) when all the Secret War stuff starts to crumble, Molecule Man remembers that kindness that Miles gave to him and drags him along into the 616, where, if I'm understanding correctly, Miles actually doesn't remember his life in uh, the Ultimate Universe for a couple years and then kind of wakes up to the fact that, oh, my mom's alive here. Oh, my uncle's alive here. and Actually, I think you guys talked about that uh, in a past ep- uh, past issue as well, because Aaron is the Iron Spider in the yeah. Six. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's yep. Prowler, Iron Spider. And we've definitely talked about that sandwich that Miles pulls out of his suit. <laughs> yeah. That's because we were wondering familiar. like what kind of condition it would be in and if like right. if he's sweaty in his suit, like I imagine those suit uh, I don't think <laughs> I want this sandwich. Hey Molecule Man is pretty hungry, I guess, right? So yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it just shows when you're kind, nice things might happen. Right. And then, you know, from there he joins the champions and uh, you know, with Miss Marvel and you know, all the other characters. Well, I suppose like Nova and Ironheart, because we have those in the game. But that's kind of his current status is he's just kind of one of the Spider-Men running around fighting the uh, inheritors and, and doing whatever the champions are up to. And he lives with us now, right? He lives with us now, yes. Okay. <laughs> so the movie that he's in, because I, I really, of course, only know him from the movie. Right. Is that the 1610 universe? Is that all of these... Is that that is a pretty good approximation of the sixteen ten? If I don't think this is official, but it it almost seems like it could be like the sixteen eleven. Like it's just oh, a little okay. bit off of what the Ultimate Universe, but it shares a lot of the same stuff. Uh, I don't think Peter Peter Parker was only maybe two or three years older than Miles uh, when he died. So the kind of like mid twenties Peter Parker from that film is maybe a little bit older, but at the same time, introducing the the Spider Verse stuff. Um, which is actually another thing that I guess Peter, or not Peter, that Miles participates in. Um, right. I don't. I don't know that he has the same like big role, but obviously, like I said, he fights the Inheritors, and we all know that those guys are something to <laughs> grapple with in this game. Yeah, very specific web warrior hunters kind of thing. So, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. That that into the Spider Verse uh, animated show too, kind of like definitely connected with their Sony movies. The, mm-hmm. Right, because they they referenced the one really bad scene. Like we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't seen the film yet, but I'm really excited to see what they do with the spot because uh, that is a classic Spider-Man, the animated series from the '90s villain that I didn't think we were ever going to see again. Spot World, where are you taking me to? Spot World, Spot World, Spot World. Da 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 da. Ba ba yep ba. Let me just throw this spot over here and see ya. Okay. So yeah. there's a the there's sequel. a second movie of this. Okay, cool. I yeah, didn't know that. The yeah. mm-hmm. Well, Steve, most of these stories are kind of like bananas. This one, I mean, it has the time stuff and the different universes, but it's not all that it's not all that crazy. No, I mean it's you know, he's bit by a spider that has super soldier serum instead of radioactivity, and yeah. he gets some gets some cool powers and learns he didn't a lesson. He to go through seventies and eighties comics. That's probably why the bananas aren't there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, or the nineties. He does end up on Battle World with the sandwich and Molecule Man. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is the kookiest part of the story, but it's also the most charming. It is. Yes, it is. I love it. Well, Ryan, thank you. That was good knowledge. Yeah, hopefully it uh, it's up to snuff with the high quality of the other secret dossiers you guys have had. <laughs> well, I'm sure it is. But now, Steve, how does this help us fight Miles Morales? Well, yeah, why don't we take a look at some of his cards first? Yeah. Um, and we'll know. So you can find the Miles Morales hero. I can't believe we're talking about a hero. Uh, oh. in the- well, you say in the intro that we will on occasion. On occasion, that's true. We got to know their weaknesses so we can exploit them. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you can find Miles in the Sinister Motives box. He's one of the two heroes. He comes with a bunch of shield cards and justice cards. I guess the shield stuff must come later in his story, any connection he would have. The champions may be connected with the shield a little bit. I I know his dad, um, possibly in both universes, I, I think just in the Ultimate Universe, but I think his dad used to have been a shield agent and then kind of got out of that life. So it actually does thematically line up a little bit. Okay, cool. Okay. All right, so what we'll do, and we kind of do this with all our secret dossiers, is we're going to talk about some key cards out of the hero set, um, stuff we like, stuff we don't like, and then some tactics and maybe some gameplay options with him. So, Ryan, why don't you, why don't you read both the Alter Ego and the Hero card for, for Miles? Sure. So, yeah, Miles is a uh, unique civilian Alter Ego card with four recovery and uh, starts with a hand size of six and hit points of nine, which... I actually thought it was super low when I started the game, and I've I've become to realize that nine is absolutely fine. Um, but he is a <laughs> civilian traded with a response. After you change to this form, shuffle one Spider-Man card from your discard pile into your deck, so he can do some good recursion. And then on his hero side, he is once again Spider-Man. Got a lot of those. Uh, mm-hmm. A unique hero with a two thwart, two attack, two defense. He is a champion and a web warrior. And then he's got these weird kind of like special abilities. One of them is Venom Blast, which is a special ability that deals two damage to an enemy and stuns that enemy. And then Spider Camouflage, which is another special ability where he gets a tough status and confuses an enemy. But I, I don't know how you make those a work. Does anyone else know? No idea. <laughs> these these heroes are so dastardly. They are. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a code you have to crack here. Um, yeah, let's talk about those two two abilities because i think his alter ego is kind of you know he get a little recursion mm-hmm. um venom blast and spider camouflage as a special ability we've seen this on some cards like uh black panther's suit cards or uh, dr strange's invocation cards he, there are other cards in his kit that will trigger those abilities there's two upgrades there's a few events um that will you know you play them and then they trigger. So let's let's look at power within, right? And this is a one cost upgrade. It's a superpower with a hero response. After your hero uses a basic power, discard power within, resolve Spider-Man's Venom Blast ability. And there's just mm-hmm. one of them. Okay. And then there's one called defense mechanisms with it, a one cost upgrade. And it's the same thing. After you use a basic power, you discard it to trigger spider camouflage. So these are upgrades you can put out. You use a basic ability, you pitch them, and you get to trigger these specials. Um, and and oh, that's cool. on demand. Yeah, and that's okay. you know an attack or a thwart or a defense, a defend as well, right? That's a basic ability. Um, so then you'd be able to trigger his his powers. You know, as somebody who's working through Ronin right now, I don't really appreciate spider camouflage because tough makes it really tough for Ronin to just you know strike him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It's interesting that he's both tough and you confuse the. The enemy. They had to work in all three. Uh, oh, my of... Yeah, very cheaty. And then uh, he further cheats by flipping to Alter Ego and then getting these things back into his deck. Right. What? Yeah, what's up with that? Like, oh, cheater. <laughs> oh, well. uh, I'm just happy I have you guys around. You guys are my kin. You understand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Daniel, there's a couple of event cards that are going to do this, too. Why don't you tell us about those? Sure, sure. Cards? 
Um, the first of those is Swing In, a two-cost event, a thwart-traded event, a hero action. Remove four threat from a scheme. If you paid for this card using a nerd resource, resolve Spider-Man's spider camouflage ability. All right. And the companion to that is a web shot, which is a $2 attack action. Deal four damage to an enemy. Uh, if you paid for this using a lightning bolt, resolve venom blast ability so that's another way to do that sort of like doubles up on things yeah and they, they're going to give you two swing ins and three web shots so i feel like these are sort of the core cards of his kit these five plus the other two so um remove threat for two resources you can remove four threat confuse the villain and get a and tough stuff yeah that's cheating. yeah that is some serious uh <laughs> economy for Miles there. Two. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And it's not like there's just one of those. Right. There's two scans and three web shots in his yeah. Oh. And the web shot, four damage, and then you trick and venom bless, which is another two, can be to a different enemy or the same enemy. So for two resources, you can do six damage and stun someone. Holy cow. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like that's better than swinging web kick. Against Venom, it can be. Holy cow. Yeah, because you can stun them. Right, right. Swinging Web Kick does like eight, but this is going to do six. That's pretty darn close. But you get that stun, which I think is great. And it's a dollar cheaper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's... Actually, yeah, never mind. So I think I think losing the two damage to replace with a stun is a fine deal for Miles. If you're a villain, you need to look at Steady and Stalwart villains mm-hmm. to really counter Miles. Like, that's where he's not going to be able to do as much to the right. villain if they have steady or stalwart, because then, you know, he's got a... I mean, just straight-up stalwart negates a bunch of his his stuff, so... Yeah, that, that can frustrate his game plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Huh. Now, they do require... His events do require special resources, but, Ryan, you see that other upgrade of his that he has? That web shooter? What do you think of that oh, one? Oh, yeah. So, Miles gets the same web shooter that Peter Parker had. And it is a a tech upgrade for $1 that has three uses, and he can exhaust the web shooter and one of the web counters that's on it to make a wild resource. So he can just, you know, keep up with the economy for these special requirements he needs to do all this stuff. He is just, ah, it frustrates me just how, how good, he's so versatile. Yeah. What do you guys think of, the fact that this web shooter is identical <laughs> to the Peter Parker one, like like Other outside of the like, what do you think all about elements that? of the frame? Yeah, yeah. Would you like that? It's exactly the same. What do you think? I think for consistency, it's nice, but I, I could have gone with another piece of art just yeah, to be clear um, that it's like this is like you can't take these web shooters and put them into Peter Parker's deck and give him even more web shooters. Yeah, I, I, thematically, I guess it's it's pretty cool that it's basically the same card. I think. It, so. yeah. I would want if it was going to be if it was going to have web shooters, I would want them to do the same thing. It's just I, I could have liked a little bit of a just visual difference, other than the the Spider Man frames. And it doesn't yeah. look like his webs are look the same as True. Peter Parker's, right? They they've got a different quality to them. Uh, yeah, it seems like anyway. Hmm. Actually, now that I look at it, like all the ones that he, yeah, all, this is a lot of just actual comic book art. It's not commissioned. So yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, you're right. 
Well, there's some other events that define him too, Ryan. Why don't you go ahead and tell us about those? Yeah, so he's got uh, arachnobatics, which is a heck of a word. Um, Good name. But Good name. It is a is a one cost attack hero action, uh, deal two damage to an enemy. If that enemy has a stun status counter, deal three additional damage to them. If that enemy has a confused status, deal another three damage. So yeah, what like you can get everything set up, and then it's just going to deal a huge amount of damage for one. Um, obviously, there is the all the work you had to do beforehand, but villains we don't want them having these cheaty abilities mm. and then yeah. uh oh, okay so wait let's talk uh, arachnobatics for a second yeah. sure um the i mean yeah you got to get the cards on them to do the extra damage and i think typically you you're going to get five damage out of this yeah. um, it's going to be harder to get the eight it's not impossible but where where this card really ramps up and breaks down is a villain want like I was saying, he wants to be steady or stalwart. Mm-hmm. A steady villain requires two status cards of the same type in order to be confused or stunned. So you can have a villain who has two stunned status cards, two confused status cards on it, and you'll add them up, right? Uh, um, would you Would you add them all up or no? No, no I guess not. Okay. He has to possess oh. a stunned status card. Okay, yeah. good. All right, it's good. binary. Yeah. I thought I thought it was going to be like 3 6 9 12 oh, oh, like 14 days. Okay. All right, small. Then I think you're penalized for being steady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I uh, I, I feel better about good. that. All right. Yeah. That would be broken. Uh and then his other his other event, which is actually very thematic, is double life. Another God, this only costs one. All these things are so inexpensive. So double life costs one. It is a max one per round. I think he's only got one copy. Oh, he's got two copies. Okay. Uh, and it is an action. You change your form. If you paid for this card using a punch resource, you ready your identity. So, you know, in the same vein as like an Ant-Man, you can be just swapping between forms super quick. If you go to Miles, you suddenly get an event back into your deck. Or actually, well, yeah, he's got a lot of events. But you get a Spider-Man card back into your deck, then suddenly you're Spider-Man again, and you're ready to rock and rumble. So efficient. Yeah, it's a good card for for miles like you start as a hero you use a basic attack to thwart you trigger power within to trigger venom blast then you double life into alter ego uh shuffle that card back in ready up maybe you need to recover maybe not you could then flip because this change of form doesn't count against him nope and then he could come right back into hero form again or or an alter ego he could use one of the support cards then he could flip back and punch again or defend or, you know, thwart or something and use the other upgrade. I mean, there's a there's a string of combos that he could use. So, Oof. yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> and speaking of support, Steve, he's got a couple. OK, why don't you tell us about the first one? And I'll tell us about the second one. Oh, OK. Jefferson Davis. So this is his dad, right? Mm-hmm. OK, yeah. um, it's a two-cost support persona and shield. Okay, so there's the shield part. There's the shield part, all right. All right. Alter ego action. Exhaust Jefferson Davis. Remove one threat from the scheme with the least threat. Uh, I'm not proud of my past, but I don't regret it either. It brought me where I am today. Okay. Um, so this one doesn't, like, jive with the rest of his set. Like, it's, it seems like it's sort of, uh, I don't know, it, it doesn't combo with everything else. Just removing a threat from the scheme with the least. I guess Dad goes out. He was a shield agent. Kind of walks the beat. Does something. Removes some threat. 
but I, I think if you look at it on paper, it's not all that impressive. But I've while I haven't played Miles, I've seen him played twice. Um, Andy played him in a campaign and Mike did, right? Yeah, Mike did. So he spends an awful lot of time in alter ego. He does. And so if if Jefferson Davis were on one of those heroes that like starts an alter ego, flips turn one, you never see him again as an alter ego, then yeah. But I bet if you got Jefferson Davis out on your initial flop for $2, I bet that's maybe eight threat over the course of the game. Yeah, I mean, it can. It, it can, just, right? Yeah, it's not targeted, but you can make it targeted, right? So Sure. Yeah. And, I mean, there's always going to be something with the least threat. Mm-hmm. True. Right? And so I just think, like, because he spends so much time in alter ego, he, Jefferson Davis has some use. I feel like most people use him for his fist icon, and that's it. Possibly. I think in a world with the player side schemes in the, you know, the future, that he, he might actually have a little bit more sure. kind of corner case use, too. That's going to be an yeah. interesting thing, because that's, that's a mechanic that was in the Lord of the Rings game, correct? Yep. Yeah, player yeah, side I'm excited game. to see it. <laughs> yeah, they did um, show us a few of them today, actually, the day of this recording. Folks can sleuth out when we're recording this, and uh, we got to see some of them, so that that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, there's one left, Ryan. Go for it. Okay. Uh, so this is Genki Lee, a two-cost support persona. And uh, action, oh, it's just a regular action. Oh, gosh, yeah, these are just so great. Um, but you can exhaust Genki Lee to draw a card. If you're in hero form, choose and discard a card from your hand. So, I, th- I mean, this is his best buddy. This is the first person he tells about being Spider-Man, and it's his, well, as you can kind of, he's actually uh, the Ned Leeds uh, from the MCU kind of uh, plug-and-play character. But he's, he's Miles' man in the chair, and he's doing some good sleuth in here getting him extra intel and if he's out there as a hero he's got to he's gonna pay for it See, this is a better card in your uh alter ego but i don't even know if that's true because you're technically getting rid of a card that you weren't going to play anyway yeah no i think it's better in alter ego because you could just use that card as a resource but um that that cycle is still yeah, good the, the filtering isn't terrible nope the filtering's great still um, uh champions mobile bunker right that's two does the same thing Yep. Yeah, that's a great card. This is a just slightly less great card, and even better if you're an alter ego. So, yeah, yeah, he's a very well-rounded character. I'll give him that. Yeah. Uh, how do we villains defend against him? We already talked about steady and stalwart. Those are going to help. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we? How does he match up against a lot of minions? Minion heavy decks. I no. think minions who. Quick strike or take things away when they hit are our best weapon against him. Okay. Like crazy. Or, and... or you know what would be really be good, Steve? Um, I was thinking about this as we were cleaning up the lair after a few um, unfortunate accidents. I nice. found some of your grenades in the corner that didn't go off. Oh, <laughs> careful. And they, uh, remember that one grenade that exhausts supports and uh, upgrades? upgrades? Yeah. That's... So, I feel like, you know, things like that are, are what we need to do. We need to disrupt his kind of upgrade and support network. That's one way. Yeah. Yep. And as Ryan alluded to, when he thought that nine was very few hit points, you can just punch him in the face real hard, too. Yeah. So, so Green Goblin and Osborne are actually good matches against yeah. him. I guess that's fairly thematic because 
you know, the mutagen formula can hit pretty hard. Yeah. Um, when you flip, you know, heal damage. Yeah, he only has nine hit points. He's nothing that increases his health or heals him out of the... Other than just recovering. Yeah. And, which he can do a lot because of that darn double life. But, I don't think he likes have you know, uh, an advanced glider coming his way anytime. Nope. So, and... I think, would you say that as far as a hero go, he's a slower setup than some? Oh, man. I, don't, I mean, you got to find the cards, and like they sort of require... Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's sort of middle of the road in setup. I think because his events are so potent, and they stun and confuse, that right. it's not too hard to get his upgrades out. I mean, the, the two upgrades are a one and done, right? But then yeah, he right, has right, to cycle right. them back in. Um, so he's a pretty fast dude. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I feel like you need to like force his hand and just make it so that he can't play his events. But the only thing I can really think of, and I have you know limited knowledge, but I think of like Tombstone, who like makes you like discard specific resources. So if you're basically making him lose cards in his hand, that kind of makes it so he can't just be matching resources and then he can't play his special abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. So we either send really, really powerful minions his way or we swarm them yeah i think um, yeah use some steady install work now i imagine his starter kit comes with a ally right is it gwen stacy no this is it these are all this the cards it. we've talked about all of them yeah he doesn't have a signature ally is he the only one without an ally? No, a bunch of the guardians don't have one. Oh, really um, yeah I kinda... that was like a thing they all had it one. is it is typically a thing so he's a huh. little and maybe you know he's coming from that 1610 all by himself yeah i guess and there's some theme there wow so yeah Um, he really um you really can overwhelm him i think then with yeah now you have to he does have some like very potent traits champion and web warrior sure are both quality now they did errata go for champions so thank god they did what we said to do yeah that's not as amazing anymore it's still great it's It's just once it's just once uh, but Web Warrior, there's a ton of support for him to play around with Web Warriors and bring out allies. Um, sure. For folks who want to see just what Miles is capable of of doing, I recommend you go and watch our campaign where Mike was playing him with oh. a Web Warrior setup. Um, and if we ever, I mean, we always accuse the heroes of cheating, but I think Mike really did cheat. There's no other explanation for how that deck worked. There was actually one moment of cheating where he did actually actually cheat where he used the mobile bunker to draw two cards and he forgot to discard two cards so, oh cheater uh, yeah yep right. um, so then he would have just had 28 cards that round instead of 30 <laughs> so okay. 26 yeah yeah okay but well, his his deck was the deck that came with the basic uh ghost spider gwen stacy and she, and she puts identity specific events back into your hand so while she's not a uh signature ally she certainly was right there from the beginning to help you get your venom blast and everything uh, like all lined up. Mm. Yeah. And speaking of her, she's on the team up card, right? Young love. Oh, young love. Yep. Right. So that's a one cost event where you need Gwen Stacy and miles Morales. And you can only have one in your deck max and has an alter Eagle action. Heal three damage each from Gwen Stacy and miles Morales. So, I guess love has power, Steve. That's what that means. Yeah. And we were saying he doesn't have a ton of hit points. So 
kind of a way to give him some healing. I don't know. It it's an okay team up card. It's probably not the best one out there. But mm. yeah. Fascinating. Um, now we do have his obligation. We have obviously we talked about that, but now's another good time, I think, to bring it up to see oh, about right. that. So this is keeping secrets. Uh obligation given to the Miles Morales player. It's got two boost icons. As usual, you can flip to Alter Ego and just exhaust and remove it from the game. Or you can discard Genki Lee and Jefferson Davis from play. If neither was discarded this way, this card gains surge and then you discard it. I mean it's it's not too impactful, I don't think. No. No. These are always feel like they're not really in they're a false choice in many ways. Yeah. Well this one I I, I feel like I would actually just choose bullet two if neither of those were in play. Yeah, just let it surge. Or even if you had one in play and you're like, ah, I don't need Jefferson Davis because I have threat under control. Um, yeah, it's just not a big deal. Let it go. Yeah. Daniel, I think you mentioned this before where they, they're really nice to kids in they their are obligations. Nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep. Keeping secrets, yeah. coming home late. And yeah. Yep. It's hard enough already being a teenager, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. true. And they don't. And, Truth be told, I have, I, I, you know, I have one, and they don't really have a lot of obligations. <laughs> no, you know. Um, hmm. Typically, we rate our modular sets on a, you know, letter grade scale, A sure, plus, sure. or being really good for the villains. Um, I don't know if, you know, if we have to rate this hero, we got to put him on our most wanted list. Is he, is he going to go to the top of that list? Is he strong? Is he kind of medium? Is he weak? What do you guys think? I think he's kind of strong. I think that yeah. I would throw my 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 favorite space pirates at him, and I would throw <laughs> um, the goblin gear stuff that we were working on last week, Steve. Okay. Like I would put those two modulars against him. Okay. Just to see. Okay. Those are the, the things that come to mind right now. But if I think in general, Miles is hard to pin down for us. I would yeah. – I put him on a high level, tier one. Yeah, I would give him a wide berth if I saw him swinging towards me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with both of you. I think he's a powerful hero. Villains have their work cut out for playing against him. Uh, he's versatile. He can play in a couple different options. Uh, right, champions, web warriors, shield. He came came with those shield cards. Those work yep. with him too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you can put him in. You know, he can be justice and still have plenty of damage to deal out. You can put him in aggression and still handle the threat. Um, yeah, he's a good solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think the so. The 2 2 help with that, too. Yeah, I think. Protection, he can just keep him. You put all the protection cards in there to prevent him from taking the damage. So he can then use his abilities. And since he can stun and confuse, he can kind of control his flip or not even have to defend. So right. he's, where he's less about his health, even. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a top tier kind of hero that we gotta, we really gotta focus our minion to, to go yeah. after. Ryan, thanks for coming on the show. Um, folks should go out and check out your article and listen to your podcast. How do they? What What are those again? Where are they gonna find you? Uh, well, like you, uh, I I am on uh, the Discord. I don't have so many Discords, but I'm on at least one or two of the Discords as uh, hipster plays. Uh, which is in connection to Hipsters of the Coast, where I write my articles every two weeks. And uh, once again, the podcast is the Sanyo cast. Uh, it's a Finnish last name, and I wanted to be the most popular Sanyo in the world, so I figured I'd start a podcast about it. Great work. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. 
Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah. That was we great. learned a lot from you. Thanks. <laughs> you brought a scary hero to our door. Oh. Lock, lock it up. Yep. <laughs> Cheers, Ryan. Thanks. Yes, thank you. Can't wait to hear this. So I've come up with my modular sets. I'm curious what our listeners would choose when they go up against Miles Morales. How do they how do they pick and choose the right modular sets to bring this crafty fella down? All right, Daniel. How are the folks gonna do that? Folks, you can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube channel or Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, Wandering Took, and Hipster Plays. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Miles, take us out. I can see that you're not happy to see me. Or not see me. Say hi to Craig. Hi, Craig. Hi, Craig. Hi, Craig. That's okay. That's our recording bot. And you have to say hi, otherwise he doesn't pick up your voice and know that oh, you're okay. here. Yeah. I see. <laughs> That's so entertaining. Okay. <laughs> Fun. Uh, okay, so anytime you're ready, go ahead. Okay. Welcome to episode 175. No, you messed it up already. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> ah, you're right. Ah. Okay. <laughs>